behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. And it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining me today. Dennis Brewster with me today as well. Get a little air inversion going on today as well. So if you look outside and see a little more brown cloud you'll know why it's because of the uh, colder air that we have uh, out there and actually we dennis and i were just talking about that we're gonna talk about sealing up your home and doing some things that way today why because we have a cold week ahead actually a couple weeks from when i understood yeah and i don't yeah i don't know can't go that far out but. no but i can tell you that immediately speaking yeah it's going to be a colder week gonna have a nice day today and tomorrow fairly nice in the 50s and then it cools off uh, through the week, potentially some snow Tuesday night into Wednesday. So that's kind of your forecast for the week. So given that. Time to run and get some insulation. <laughs> and, and Dennis found a really slick thing that yes, we wanted I to did. really start off today. And, and I think really kind of the theme of today is if you know of any kind of tricks of the trade or secrets that maybe others don't know about, please let us know. We'll share them with the audience. Let everybody else know what they are. But what did you find, Dennis? Yeah, I found, a, a you know, when you go to do the foam spray, you know, like if you're going to fill in cracks around a window or something like that. So like the expanding foam. Yeah, the expanding foam. And how many times have you got that? And, oh, my gosh, you buy the can, and as soon as you use it, the tube, if you just set it down for a little bit, the tube's plugged and you can't use it at all, you know. I hate that. Oh, isn't that frustrating? Because basically you waste a whole can. Yes. Well, or, you know, whatever's left in it. Right. So yeah. in and the past for me, you've always tried to plan, okay, how many of these things can I do at once Right. so that you don't waste the rest of the can? And you get ready to do it. And right. like I had a steel building put up, and I was doing uh, – I put, I put insulation in, and then I put some paper on. I put the paper on first, and then I put some insulation in and stuff. And I wanted to fill in some cracks around some windows and stuff. So I had to sit there, okay, i got to get this can ready to go because once it's open and you start using it, you got to use it all. Or it plugs up, and if you set it down for five minutes, and then I get a phone call when I'm using it all the time, never fails, or something happens that I have to stop for You're a minute. Me laugh. Yeah, and then and then so I this friend of mine who does cabinetry work, he showed me this one tool, and you can get it at Home Depot. Okay, and it's a gun, and it's called the Great Stuff Pro insulation foam gun, and it's a just and you put this can on that you buy, you buy the Great Stuff um, sealant. Okay. Foam sealant, and this tool can it'll adjust the amount that you take. You know, like the other problem with those guns is, or the cans is, it only comes out at one speed. Right. This one here, you can make it come down to just a fine thing, like the size of a needle, just a little tiny thing, up to a big, big foam line. I see. And that. It is so nice to use. And then when you're done with that can, before you know, you can have a half of that stuff left. Right. You just turn it in all the way and shut it off. And you could keep that forever. So you, like, clean the gun when you're done? or No, or you, you don't just, have to. You don't have to, huh? No, there's a long needle in that whole handle, and it goes all the way to the end and shuts it off. And, oh, oh it's so nice. And see, like, he, he was telling me about it. He says, I've had this can, Dennis, in here for two years. Let's see if it works. And he opens it up. It worked great. You're kidding me. No. I'm telling you, John, I used so it you yesterday. you basically screw the can on the top of the gun. Yes, you just screw it in. And you don't have to clean the gun out no, when you're done. no. 
because no. I'm confused. Well, how does it keep it from, keep, you know? There's a long needle in there that goes all the way to the end and shuts it off. Uh, so when you open it up and twist it open, and you know, you shake the can a little bit. I used it all day yesterday. I kept shutting it off, using it, shutting it off, using it, shutting it off. I, I'm what telling you what. a great idea. <laughs> it is. And see, there's, there's, you know, like in the automotive field, we always had tools that were right. special for us. Correct. Doing brakes or Correct. doing anything. Right. And then people come to you and you use them, show them the tool, and they're like, oh, wow, that's fantastic. I got to get one of these. Right. And so this is cool. He does woodworking all the time. He does cabinetries. Mm-hmm. He used to work. He used to be a general contractor and stuff. So he knows all these tools of the trade. I always go to him first. Very cool. To talk to him about certain tools. So very cool. It just it just those other phone cans. Just I can't. I got about three of them that I tried to get. You know, after they sealed up, the tube sealed up. I right. try to open, take this tube off, and try to use it again, and it just. No, that's a great idea, and and it is the great stuff they make the entire kit. It's on Home Depot's website. Yeah. I'm sure other people sell it as well, but I just found it on Home Depot for those of you listening. It's great, no more expensive tip. than a regular can. No, it really isn't. It, Until it really you works buy the well. gun. That's right. No, in this case, it's great. So yeah. yeah, no, thank you for that, Dennis. Joe, you're up. Go ahead, sir. Hey, guys, a, a trick that works for anything, foam, spray paint, is when you're done, turn the can upside down and push the button, and that'll clean out uh, because, you know, the tube mm-hmm. goes all the way to the bottom of the can. So when you flip it upside down, the end of the tube is is uh, is in free space with just the compressed gas. So I always do that with my spray cans. I've also done it with a can of foam, which I have on my workbench, which I've used twice in the past 12 months. And again, just turn the can upside down, push the button. Now you have to spray it into, right. you know, spray it into something. a cardboard box or a trash can or something. But then you empty out, you empty out the tube, you empty out the nozzle, and, and you're good to go the next time. Spray paint with foam; it doesn't matter. So what it works for the do. foam stuff too, huh? Works for the foam stuff too. I've got a can downstairs I've used three times in the past twelve months. Nice, nice. So. Any spray can when you're done, turn it upside okay. down. Put Another it, tip, put folks. It yeah, and I, I, I've always done that on the paint on cans. the you know paint because yeah. it cleans the nozzle and everything as well. All that stuff's gone that never, way. Never tried it on the foam, but usually no. I'm trying to use the whole can of foam up. Yeah, because in the past you never you know because once it was in the end, it was done. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the first time I used it, I, John, as you know, I moved into this new house in New Jersey a couple of years ago, and one day after a big rainstorm, I go, I go in my basement, and, and it's not a finished paint, but it's it's painted, and you know it's. Yeah, it's it's not completely finished, but it's got a painted floor and nice walls, and I right. got a workbench down there. And I see this big puddle of water on the floor, and I look, and where the um, the big four-inch sewer pipe goes through the wall out to the septic tank, apparently the ground had become saturated, uh, and water had run down yeah. and and come in and followed the uh, the sewer pipe into the basement, and that's I just uh, that's where the first time I used that can of foam and great idea. And it, it did you know this. It, of course, it had to be. The, you can get foam, as you know, when expanding and non-expanding. <clears throat> so that's when I used expanding. And then six months later, I had to use the can again, and it, it worked just fine. Six months after that, I used it a third time, so it, it worked just great. Hmm. Nice, good so, tip. Anyway, that's my tip for, for good using tip. spray cans and foams. Thanks, right, Joe. Appreciate it. You know the one thing about this this thing that I used yesterday it has a really long uh, nozzle. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to get into places. That no, I'm looking at that. I'm like, yeah, this is. There's some advantages to it in yeah. multiple. I like the control ways. amount. You know, I want to do a little bit here, but I want to do a lot here. Uh, I like that part. And for those of you listening, you can buy either the gun. You can buy everything in a kit where it's got the the spray foam along with it, and even a even a can of cleaner that goes with it to kind of clean the gun if you need to. Um, 
but this, yeah, this is this is a, where do you this use is it? Slick. I'm telling you, use it. It's really nice. You know, this must have been something where the company heard enough feedback of, you know, we love your stuff, but we're tired of wasting a can every time. And not everybody knows what Joe just said a moment ago. It's a good tip as well. But yeah. you know, a lot of people probably were tired of wasting product, right? And they came up with a solution. A nice solution, I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I can see how this would be handy, especially because there's times where when you're doing enough projects, of course, sometimes you know, no offense, but you know, you're usually you you, you know, you're usually using a little trigger your finger or whatever. Right. You know, if you're doing enough stuff, you just can't get back into. Even though they give you little nozzles and stuff, it's not the same as what this gun is. It is not the control. I can see on this gun because everything's. You know, made out of like like steel or whatever aluminum. It's a, it's a hard it's a hard gun is where I'm you know where I'm going with this. You could literally get this thing down into areas that you wouldn't be able to get into otherwise. Oh yeah, and you could Very you know cool. like sometimes you just want that little tiny bead. You know, this will do that little tiny bead. Yeah. Well, and, okay. So here's a question for you: Does it have like an adjustable tip? Can you make it bigger or smaller? Or how does that work? Yeah, the end. You just do that. You just you twist it, it open, and it it allows so more it's got to a little, flow. A little orifice in it. Yeah, it just allows more to flow or less to flow, whatever you want. Nice. Yeah. So there, there's a little tip for you guys that are listening. Uh, and the reason we started this today was, uh, I'll still get back into some of the permitting we covered a couple of weeks ago that we just didn't have time to to get all the way through. But one of the things that you know, especially with us getting colder this coming week and it's been getting colder at night anyways now is a good time to start you know really dennis running around and sealing the house up you need to yeah i mean that's we are working on believe it or not uh just a building that we have all our mail boxes in in our subdivision sure sure. and we just went in there and and the lady the the mail lady goes in there and she's she's saying it's actually snowing inside oh boy and yesterday we were having some snow out there. Sure. Yeah, yesterday and, morning. Yeah. And it was coming over the side, in the sides. It was just coming over. So what I did is I just got up there with that foam and just foamed it. And there were some spots it just needed a little tiny, the size of that little wire. Yeah. You know, like a 16th inch. inch or so. Yeah. yeah. And I just did that, and then I went bigger all the way down. And it was so long that it was easy to get in there. Sure. You know? Sure. Where that other a plastic tube would have been a little bit harder. Oh, it would have been a hard thing to do. Well, you just make a bigger mess, and you waste product. This way you're not wasting as much product. Yeah. I I would guess that your product's going to go twice as far with this tool. I used one can. Yeah. And I still got half a can left, I'll bet. It still feels like there's still a lot left. All right. So for those of you listening, great stuff. It's at Home Depot. They make the entire kit if you want to buy it that way. Uh, you can do it, you know, you can buy just the gun. If you've already got yeah. some of the cans kicking around, you can do it that way as well. But that's called the great stuff. And again, really what we're getting at is with it being a nice weekend, you know, it's I mean nice as in the fifties, but the sunshine and it'll be pretty, you know, it'll feel fairly warm out. Go ahead and get those projects done that you've been kind of putting off, yeah. especially when it comes to sealing some of these things up, whether it be, you know, I, whatever around the foundation door, some of the things that Joe yeah. just mentioned a moment ago, maybe there's a pipe coming in that you need to make sure you've got, you know, fully sealed up. And I think one of the things, especially now that it's early morning, run around the house and just feel where you've got any kind of a draft. You know, I always struggle with that, too. What what do you use? Do you use a feather? Who has a feather? You know, do you use toilet paper or do you use a match? A lighter, even. A lighter, even. A lighter seems to be the one better way to go. You know, if you've got one of the little torches that, you know, that most everybody has hanging around, yeah. you know, like, you know, candles and different yeah. things with. You know, we've got so many of those, you know, the butane torches have become so popular. Yeah. The nice thing about that is you can just leave that on. Yeah. You go to an area and just see if that flame starts to move. If the flame's moving, you've got air coming in a particular yeah. area. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you could go around windows, you could go around the foundation. Doors. Yeah, anywhere. Yeah. I mean, now the door remember, lower strip, you know. I remember on a lot of, well, not, not a lot, most homes today, unless it's really old, most homes will have a fresh air intake. So, of course, you're going to have some air coming in around that area, but yeah. we're not worried about that. That's going to be around the furnace area typically, yeah. so we're not worried about that. But the rest of the house, you shouldn't have any major leaks of any kind. No. You know, another good thing to do, too, is, you know, I hate to tell people, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with this, have someone come out, and that Dave would be the big guy to have sure. come out. But go up on your roof and check your vents, because a lot of the vent seals around it crack. Correct. And, uh, In that case, you're not going to use the foam. You're going you're gonna to do some yeah, sort of another... don't use the foam and don't No, you got to use a urethane sealer or something along those lines. In fact, I would just say, unless you're somebody that knows how to seal those up, call Dave Hart at Roof Savers yeah, of Colorado. Yeah, because he can get the real rubber seal for you. He can just put a new one on you, it. You know, and, and he, I did that at the shop once. I went up there and I sprayed with uh, black silicone. Mm-hmm. And I was sealing up things like that, and it made it worse. It right. actually ate... Yeah, it can. It, it, yeah, you yeah, got to be you, careful what you use. Yeah, don't don't do don't use a silicone. Dave will even tell you that. You, you there's specific products you want to put on the roof, and uh, we need to get Dave on here in the next few weeks yeah. to just talk about that. Because yeah, there's certain things that you just want to make sure is good and sealed up. And again, that's one of those areas that, it, to Dennis's point, and I say this a lot, most people don't look up. You're not paying attention to what's on the roof, anyways. So yep. that's one of those things. Just have Dave out, check it, and see what's going on. Yep, and then. You know, we talked uh, last year, last week about the dryer vents and stuff inside, but outside too. You got to go out there and make sure it's sealed up around mm-hmm. that outside of that dryer vent, and and you know any lines going into your house, propane or gas lines or electrical boxes. You know, check those out and see what you got going on. You Correct. Know? Um, be right. careful with your electrical, but we might you know if it warms up enough today. One things we haven't talked about here in recent weeks because we covered it a lot last year. But you know I, I realize that you know not everybody listens every single weekend. But if you've got large driveway cracks, yes. cracks in the concrete, cracks around the foundation, things like that. That you know if it gets warm enough today, if we do end up getting into the mid fifties, another another okay. good thing to do is go ahead and get some of those sealed up. Some of those will go down to forty five degrees. Yes. And you can still True. seal. Good point. Um, I, I went and did that because, you know, I seal my concrete. I do it all the time. But that stuff cracks, too. Right. So you need to go back over it and double check it and make sure that, you know, because I did. I had a couple lines that I had to just redo. So, and I'm hoping it's not spreading apart, but I think it's just cracked, you know, from wear and tear. The other thing to look at, too, for a lot of you listening and. Just, again, because of some of the things I've done of recent weeks looking at different homes and so on, the north sides. So those of you that oh, you know yeah. either have a home or you've got a north side or you're looking at a home with a north side or, or whatever the case may be, it's way more important, not saying that it's not important on the south sides where there's sun, but that north side where you know you're going to get a lot more melting, freezing, melting, freezing, that if you've got any area of your driveway, or if you're somebody that faces north, you know, period, your driveway faces north, that is especially the areas that you really want to make sure you've got good and sealed it because you will have a harder time with what I'm talking yeah. about than your neighbors will across the street that face south. Right. Because if they face south, yeah, they're getting some freezing and thawing, but not near what you're going to get on that north side. You're, you're, you'll notice even in a lot of subdivisions that. If you're north-facing, your concrete is going to typically be in worse shape than those that are on the south side because of what I just said. Yeah, and you know, now's a good time, too, if you're going to be looking at buying a house, to drive down that neighborhood and see where this, 
where the shade is because yep. you don't want to have your driveway on the north side right. if you if you can get if away with it. If you can avoid it, it don't. I mean, that's yeah. kind of a rule of thumb my dad taught me early yeah. on was if you can avoid yeah. You know, buying a house that faces north or a driveway that faces north, do so. I know there's some exceptions to that rule. The other thing really quick on that, Phil, I'll get to you in just one second. But one thing about that as well that I've noticed even on my own driveway is the product, make sure I'm saying this correctly, after you've driven out on the street with all the salt and things that we have out on the roads, mag chloride, salt, and so on. It's more of the salt than anything. When you come back and park and that then drips on the driveway, it's going to deteriorate your driveway unless you can get that washed off. And this is what's hard on the north side because uh, if it's on the north side, it's tough to get those things off of there. But that's where a lot of that kind of scalding or, or you know, the, 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 the balding etching. of the, yeah, the etching of the concrete on yeah. those north-facing driveways, you'll yeah. notice that that's why. Yeah. And again, because it's melting, freezing, melting, freezing, and it's and it's really Man, chloride does a little bit of that. It can too. do that as well. Yeah. So again, just something to notice on those north facing driveways. Phil and Centennial, you're next. Good morning, guys. Good morning. So I got a question about a whole house fan. I have been in the habit over the years of covering that up in the winter with some window film, and I'm wondering, do those generally seal tight enough that I'm kind of wasting my time? Is it the old attic fan where it's actually, you know, it's got a big square hole and it's pulling out of the main house and then shoving it out through the attic? Yep. I would seal that up, yes. They don't typically seal tight enough, and the attic's going to get cold in the wintertime. You're going to get some cold coming back down. The heat rises, of course. It's going to go up through there. You'll lose some heat in the house from it. Uh, If you had one of the quiet cool systems we talk about with Absolute, that's a whole different system. They're more sealed up. You're not going to have the issues with that. But in your case where there's a big square opening, yes, I'd seal it up. Okay, good. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, no, I would do that. You're going to lose heat through it if you don't. Okay. Good to hear. All right. Some car questions. You'll probably hear from me in a couple of All right. Sounds great, Phil. Appreciate it. All right. With that, we'll be right back. Fix It Radio, myself, Dennis Brewster. We'll be right back. KLZ 560. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and, in most cases, an indoor shop to perform the calibration.
calibrations. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the Asset Manager Mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan-to-value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. We know that summer weather won't last forever. Getting your furnace checked before old man winter arrives can avoid costly and inconvenient breakdowns on your HVAC system. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air is offering a $59 furnace tune-up special to ensure the reliability of your HVA system before you need it the most. No wait time from the best team Denver has to offer. Schedule your $59 furnace tune-up now so you don't lose precious heat when you need it the most. Call 720-442-8842 or go to fixitradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. And it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Dennis Brewster. And if you're listening to us on Tuesday or one of our replay shows, thank you so much for doing that as well. We appreciate that. Uh, Wally and Littleton, you are next. John, you were talking to someone yesterday on your show that does windows. What is that sponsor's name? Veteran Windows and Doors. They're my weekly sponsor on my other show. Okay, uh, great. I'll give them a call. Good, good guys, the by other, the way. I just had a um, well, I looked up those Provia windows last night. Uh, we're looking to uh, possibly move to Tennessee and build a home, and I only want to do windows once. So those are top notch. Um, I'm, you know, f- been familiar with that brand, and I know that um, 
uh, Dave, you know, he's really big on them. And then you heard all the reasons yesterday as to why, you know, you can tailor those to whatever you need to do and they work out great. Uh, I, I did. Um, uh, the other comment, I just this summer uh, had a, uh, for my outside spigot on the front of my house, I had it converted so I have hot and cold out there. Oh, nice. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. Last week I came home after shooting my deer. Um, my butcher came the very next morning, first thing. I got it skinned, and I was able to uh, put on a little bit of hot water, uh, not too hot, but, you know, wash the carcass down, and then wash down the driveway, clean it all up. And because uh, it was right after we'd had that snow, I came home and, and that night in the snow, and uh, it was not that expensive to do. And uh, for oh. any of those people with that north-facing driveway that want to be able to clean it up in yep. the wintertime, Great idea. you add that hot water to the outside spigot, and it's you can mix cold with it, too. Right. Uh, you can do either one, or you can mix them. It, it, it was just... You know, I didn't even know that those things were available for outside, but the best thing I ever did. Yeah, I've been spoiled for many years. I've had hot and cold water either in the garage or in a faucet like you're talking about for probably the last 20-plus years now. So I've kind of gotten to where it's you kind of forget there's any other way to do it. But, yeah, to your point, it's it's the best thing. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't build or buy a house and not have that in it now after having it that long. Yeah, I, I won't, if we build, I won't do it without it. But, uh, again, it wasn't that expensive to convert for anybody that's interested in doing that. So. The, other, the other thing that's great, which is, you know, not always easy to retrofit, but typically can be done. I'll give you another tip of something that, again, I've had for many years now. And, and again, one of those things where no matter what I have, I'll end up with another one is a sink in the garage. You know, one of the big, you know, tub-type sinks tub. in the garage. Yeah, wash tub in the yeah. garage. I, I won't go without one of those either now, Wally, after having it. Um, do you have porcelain or, uh... Nope, just one of the big old plastic, plastic. you know, yeah. just one of the cheesy plastic yeah. ones. But, you know, they, or fi- I guess they're fiberglass, actually, yeah. but they work great. Yeah. It's nice to have a wash yeah. tub. Yeah, you can either hang them on the wall or yeah. they can, you know, a little pedestal that they sit on top of or whatever you want to do. But, and typically there's enough, you know, piping in those areas to where you can, you can typically make all of that work. The key is you've got to have a garage that's either really insulated where it doesn't freeze or you've got to heat it a little bit to keep it from freezing. Yeah. Right. But it is one of the nicest things. I'll be honest. It's luxury-wise for me. I mean, there's a lot of people talk about luxuries in their homes. To me, that's like a luxury item I'm not going without now. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. They are the best. Well, you guys, you guys have a great weekend. You do the you same, too. Wally. Appreciate it very much. And, yeah, I mean, folks, there's a lot of things that people love luxury-wise and so yeah. on. For me, it's that. Yeah. You just – and it's not that you use it every single day. But you use it enough where it's like, wow, how, how, did, you know, how did I ever go without it? With, yeah, without yeah. this. Because the other nice thing, too, especially for you ladies that are listening, it keeps a lot of the things that you would normally have to bring in the house and sort of rinse off, including sometimes even your own hands and the grub that you'd have on them and so on. All of that paint, can, you know, you're cleaning up a paintbrush, all yeah. those different things. Instead of doing that in the kitchen sink, you're doing it out in your wash tub out in the garage and yeah it's like night and day difference yeah and again i'm spoiled i've had one for a long time now and i don't know that i could go without it again yeah and sometimes sometimes it's real easy to run those lines too depends where it is yeah that's where you know most plumbers and we've got sponsors during the week that can you know hi-fi plumbing that can do that for you as well uh yeah again it depends on age of the home Where's the garage located do you have access to it but typically that access can be either brought in from up above and down, 
or from the bottom up, depending upon where you've got basements, crawl spaces, yeah. things like that. So, you know, to, to Wally's point a moment ago, not that hard to retrofit these things in. No. Uh, it, it's, it's easier than most people think. You just don't think through that. And by the way, most builders are not going to do any of this on the front side. Unless you specifically say, I want this and I'll pay extra to do it, yeah. they're, they're not thinking about any of that but stuff. But most homes, you walk in from the garage and then there's either a washroom or the Mug washing or machine, something. laundry room's yeah. right there. And if they have the laundry room right there, it, the plumbing's pretty easy to it's get out. It's typically really close, Dennis. Yeah. And then again, if you've got that, that's wall. nice to have a mudroom and all that. But again, instead of having to drag some of the things that you know I'm talking about in where... I mean, there's like the other day I was washing a part off. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not going to bring that in the house to do that with. You do it, you know, you would do it out there. And it wasn't anything that, you know, you're run. you know, I've got septic systems, so I can't run anything down the drain that you wouldn't run in right. a regular sewer system. But, you know, just, you know, washing some dirt and some junk off and so on. And it's nice to have that, that, how should I say, that option of having that sink in the garage that makes things that much easier when it comes to the cleanup. Yeah. So, and whether it be, you know, even, you know, you know me, I'm pretty anal. So even if it's a mop in the garage and you're trying to clean out your mop because your mop on the floor or whatever the case may be, you know, again, having that sink out in the garage makes it really nice. Yeah. I, I won't go without one now. I think it would be harder to run the drain than it would be That's the That's the biggest issue. Yeah, yeah. You've got, to your point, you've yeah. got to have access to be able to do the drain thing. Right. Now, here's a little secret. And uh, Steve, hang tight. I'll get to you in a second. Here's a secret. If you have no drain... There are things called five-gallon buckets yeah. where you could easily, as long as, right you've got the, as long as you've got the ability to put the water in, you can put a five-gallon bucket under it and have the, you know, have the water drain into that. And if it's not anything that's you know, contaminated or anything along those lines, you can always take that bucket and just go dump it out in the grass or the yard or whatever. You're not going to bother anything. If it's just gray water, you're not hurting anything doing that. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. If, you're, if you just cleaned off some tool and it's got a bunch of mud and dirt and whatever in it, in fact, you're better off instead of putting it down the drain, just letting it go to that bucket and then go toss it out into the yard in or do whatever, yeah. and it's not a big deal. So yeah. you don't necessarily have to have a drain to make what I'm saying work. Right. Because it takes a long time to fill a five-gallon bucket up. And I think no matter where I live, I would still consider that septic tank is my thing because it keeps yes. me from putting the wrong yes. stuff down a drain. Good point. Good yeah. point, Dennis. Steve, what's going on, sir? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Good. We are inversion-free, but the reason I called was, and I think you'll have listeners that have had this issue, uh, a little while back I bought those really cool stainless Samsung washer and dryer. Yes. Front-end loader. And the, this doggone washing machine, the vibration was horrendous to the point, you know, it'd be jumping around six, eight inches, banging against the dryer yeah. and the walls. We bought the extended warranty. Warranty company comes over uh, maybe two times. They couldn't fix the problem. They actually refunded the entire cost of the warranty and the machine. You're kidding me. So anyway, uh, you know, I was amazed. So anyway, and we purchased at Lowe's. These you know, simple, elegant solution, which I should have thought of, they put those things up on a pedestal with that drawer underneath. Mm-hmm. And uh, in checking around, asking around, one guy suggested, well, put some uh, bricks or tiles in that bottom drawer for ballast. Mm. Problem solved. Problem solved. Really? And it, it's such an easy, elegant solution. And, you know, I'm into elegant solutions. So I'm sure you've got people that have the same issue. I've even mentioned it to the appliance guys at Lowe's. Since they're front and direct on selling the things, people are going to want to know. Sure they are. But this kind of picking thing. I did not know that. Lead. Very cool. And, and doing some research, uh, several cases where the top actually came off and hurt people. <laughs> it was vibrating so bad. Wow. And then um, you, have, you have noted this before, but and of course most people won't do it. 
but just an annual flush of your water heater will extend that water heater life yeah. by at least double. Great point. Triple. Doesn't take very long. Just keep an extra hose down there, cut off, so it matches the drain wherever your drain is down there. And of course, flush a few times with the cold water, but it makes an enormous difference on the lifetime of that water heater. Great point. And, then, and then, again, that's one of those maintenance items right now. Just go do it. I'm gonna. I've got yeah. a few things like that to do when I get home today, along those exact same lines. I got to do. I need to do that too. And then. On the issue, I, I think um, Jersey Joe kind of touched upon it, but like when you have leftover caulk or uh, liquid nails in a caulking gun, you're not going to use the whole thing. One thing I found really effective that a contractor type turned me on to was uh, put a, a little oversized drywall screw in there, and uh, no problem. It doesn't dry out. You can just mm-hmm. pull that thing out, and you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. So I point. that was a, kind of a cool one, too. Good point. Yeah. Unless, you, unless, you, unless you have any recommendations you want to make, for a handyman in Colorado Springs, they are the scourge of my life. We just had to push the cancel button on a guy because he was pushing the flake meter and just isn't getting the work done. You yeah. Know, stuff, drywall, that that is part of the problem. Oh, it's a scourge of my life. So whenever you have a recommendation, we'll give them a test drive. Well, and you know what? Those of you listening, if any of you have anybody that you think would be really good and be a good fit for us, please pass our name along. I'd love to talk to somebody. Uh, that, Steve, if, you know, if I could find a handyman and, you know, North, south, east, west, I don't know, we could, three or four of them, depending yeah. upon whatever area, you know, whatever it is they cover, I'd love to have that. That's a tough business. It really is. It's tough to yeah. find the guy that wants to do it, because most of those guys are ones that just fix their stuff at home and decide, I'm just going to be a handyman. And then when they come in, it's like, really? That's how you do drywall patch? Right, <laughs> right. You know, well, you, this, you need someone guy, that's actually been in the trade and really knows his stuff all the way around. So Yeah, yeah. there's got to be somebody out there. This guy... Made another mistake. I wasn't in, in favor of this, but he's a tenant in one of the other properties, working on a different property, and uh, he just pegged the flake meter and had to push his cancel button today. So try to find somebody else to finish it up that he didn't mm. do. So. Sorry. Anyway, gents, yeah. have a great weekend. You so bet. Enjoy your you show. Too. You bet, Steve. Appreciate it very much. And I meant what I said a moment ago, folks. If you know of a good handyman, somebody that you think would be a good fit for us, yeah, I I would love to have that conversation because yeah. yeah. I get that question. Not all, you know, not weekly, but Dennis, pretty, pretty darn close to it, and, and it's hard to find. You know, it's just hard to find people that'll do that. You know, it's weird because what people want you to do, though, in the handyman world, is kind of tough too. That's kind of because they want you to be an electrician too and a plumber, and sometimes you sometimes know, sometimes they want you doing things that really are beyond the scope of what a handyman should be doing in the first place. Yes, right. Yes, yes. Because actually, if they're working with electrical, it should be uh, electrician. They should be licensed, yeah. Yeah, because they can get in trouble, and that's why they kind of shy away from that. Right. You know, and then also, you know, you can't add to the guy. You know, so there's some protocol that has to happen, too. Like, um, I did it for a little bit, tried it, and went to a lady's house, and I was only supposed to do, like, three repairs, and uh, they were in my wheelhouse. Yeah, then she starts giving me a whole list, and I'm like, I have to be somewhere else in an hour. Right. You know, I don't have time to sit here and do right. this. I can't take that whole wall off right now for you and, and, and you know. Right. So, yeah, so there's some etiquette there that has to happen. I don't know if it's etiquette, but no, there's something has to happen yeah, I hear what you're there, you, you, yeah. you know. And people, then they get upset with you, and you're like, well, I'm sorry, but I got to, you know, I there's have only a schedule. so much time in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear yeah, you. They add to it, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of like an oil change. Be mindful of that. When a guy yes. comes in for an oil change and he yeah. says, 
Yeah. I hey, just, while you're there. Yeah. Oh, by the way, can you rotate my yeah. tires? And then I have a noise in the back rear. Can he look at that? No, he's a lube tech. He can't all, look that's at that. All, oh, by the way. By the way, yes. Yes. And, and that's that's detrimental to a person. <clears throat> and that can burn a guy out, too. My thought on why some of that happens, Dennis, personally, is I think two things. People either forget, oh, I forgot I needed to get these things done, so why are you here? Can we do it? And I think some of it is innocent. Yeah, yeah. I do think, and I, you, you know, you're in business for all those years. I was too. I also think there were some customers that felt like, oh, if I can just add that to what I'm doing now, I'll save money. Yeah. Even though what they were wanting done wasn't in the skill set of the person that was doing the work, so you couldn't have done that anyways. But in their mind, they thought, oh, well, why it's on the rack? Can you yeah. do such and yeah. such? It's like that's a whole other job on top of what we're doing here. And, and it takes a different technician to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's it's not quite that easy. Yeah, and see, like this person calling, you know, saying, "Hey, can you do this other stuff?" Well, one of them was working with electrical, and I'm like, "No, I can't do that." You know, I need an electrician Correct. to do that. I'm not going to run power from your panel over to this outlet over here because you want a 220 now no, no that is that. not in your wheelhouse. even though it's in the garage and everything's right. open i don't right. care exactly it's an easy i could do it but right. i'm not going to do it at your house and you have for other people when it comes to either you know tools or just something you've done around the house that you'd like to share with somebody else we've talked about a lot of things so far give us a call 303-477-5600 you can text us as well in fact if it's tuesday and you'd like to text us and i'll share that with everybody in the next show uh, feel free to do that as well 307 307- 200-8222. So again, the text line 307-200-8222. We'll be right back. Myself and Dennis, this is Fix-It Radio, KLZ 560. Rates just keep going up, making it harder to buy or refinance a home. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Make your 30-year payment, but own your home in 15 years, all while paying half the interest. Have access to your equity for 30 years without having to refinance and pay more fees. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. There are thousands of customers taking advantage of this simple interest loan. It's times like this when you can really save in your interest costs and pay less. Go to AIMortgage.net and see our Google reviews about the asset manager mortgage. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Get up to 90% loan to value and up to $2 million in loan amount, all at the same rate as a $100,000 loan. Whether you want a condo, second home, investment, or cash out, all come with the same rate. No more paying higher fees and higher rates. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Pay less interest and own your home faster. Call 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. End of the season, quiet, cool, blowout. The whole house fan you know and love, but with an added benefit. With any quiet, cool purchase, receive a full furnace clean, including disassembly and cleaning of your whole furnace so you're prepared when old man winter hits. By the way, that's a $300 value. That's the last thing you want to do is circulate all that dust through your clean home that's been sitting in your furnace when you fire it up for the first time. Call 720-442-8842 or go to fixitradio.com today. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Leaves are falling, squirrels are burying their nuts, and pumpkin spice is everywhere. Winter is coming, and you need the assurance that your family has a reliable roof over their heads. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And Elizabeth Hart. Don't want to replace your roof yet? We know just the guy. Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a RoofMax treatment. With a dry roof and a temperature of at least 38 degrees, he can still spray the treatment. 
and it gets better. Because RoofMax is a 100% plant-based product, you can keep your family, pets, and even a squirrel safe. Our dad has helped 95% of his clients avoid a costly replacement. But if your roof needs a replacement, he can do that too. He's just that cool. Need the peace of mind that your roof will hold up through a Colorado winter? Call our dad at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversColorado.com and he will assess your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment. Do you know that your windshield is getting more expensive to replace? Most vehicles have options that help keep the vehicles from avoiding accidents or even keep it in the traffic lane. These windshields require more than just a replacement of the glass. They also require a calibration of the computer system to make sure everything is operational to the specifications the manufacturer set when the vehicle was built. You can't trust the traveling glass replacement shop to do these necessary calibrations as they require special equipment and in most cases an indoor shop to perform the calibration. We have two Novus locations that can replace your windshield and also do these calibrations. Novus Fort Collins and Novus Sterling. Both are fully equipped with the latest technology to service your vehicle properly. Find either location by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, You'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. And I've got a couple of stories uh, Charlie just reminded me of. I'll share with you guys here in a little bit as well. Christian in Fort Collins, you are next. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good, how are you? Oh, pretty good. Cold Saturday. Yeah, it is that. <laughs> hey, uh, I wanted to reach out to you guys. You guys were uh, saying that uh, you're interested in uh, recommendations for handyman up and down, front range. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, really, I think, you know, in our case... Christian, we could probably, you know, most handymen won't go, you know, into the entire metro area. Almost need three or four of them if I could find them. And I'm actually in the Fort Collins area, but I'll go to Loveland, I'll go to Windsor, Severance, um, et cetera. Perfect. Um, and uh, my company's Happy Helper Handyman LLC. It's a mouthful, but um, that's a Happy Helper Handyman LLC. Okay. And my background, um, professionally licensed civil engineer in the state of Colorado, just got burnt out working in the office all day, every day. I had my own company uh, in 2008, flipping houses in the Denver region. Basically, could build a house from the ground up. Um, and uh, started my handyman company um, a year and a half ago. 
Um, basically, bread and butter is bathroom remodels, but I can pretty much do it all. Um, I better stay clear away from significant electrical and, and right. plumbing just because I'm not covered liability wise. Right, right. Um, I can do it, but I I prefer to stay away. Yeah, from no, it. it's like you know, what Dennis and I were talking earlier. It's yeah, it's not a it's not a uh, ability. It's a liability licensing and all that stuff you have to go through. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, because Dennis and I are kind of the same way. I mean, yeah. around my own house, can I do it? Sure, but yep. I can't go do it for somebody else, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Nextdoor app. Yes. Yes. Um, you can find me there. I have a pretty significant profile and good references on there. Um, I also have a decent amount of my work shown there. Uh, my phone number is 303-229-1067. Um, and I do have availability coming up in uh, about a week and a half. Okay. Um, so... I'm kind of light for the holidays, and I know that's a tough time for people because they don't really want work being done on their house when uh, they have guests there. But if I can get in and out before you, your company comes, um, I can help you out. Sure. Uh, also, was a volunteer firefighter for three years, and um, yeah, so uh, awesome. I, I take pride in, in being trustworthy and timely, and um, you can see it in my recommendation. We will. Uh... Pat, you. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'll contact you, too, here in the next week or so, see if we can't get you a part of what we're doing here as well, Christian, because we can get you some business and make that work for you as well. All right, sounds great. All right, man, appreciate you, Christian. Thanks for calling. I, that's a, a great tip. So there you go. If you're up in that north end of the state, we've got a fix for you there when it comes to handymen. So uh, uh, if you want to know that number, just let me know, and I'll give that back out to you via uh, text line or whatever as well. Bill in Lakewood, you are next. Go ahead, Bill. Hey, what's up? I didn't hear your whole conversation on the, the sink in the garage, but I knew this girl one time. She uh, she was kind of rough. <laughs> she lived she lived uh, around. You know, I never like a story when it starts out. I knew a girl once. Yeah, Bill. And this is people. Well, kids could be listening, so be careful. I knew a girl <laughs> once. Not yeah. a girlfriend. A friend it was a friend. And you know, remember what the A frame was on eighty uh, five? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Anyway, in that area, because I forget, it's been a long time. Well, her, I never went into the house. She had her, I think it was a kitchen sink. She just had a hole come out of the side of the house and it went to the street. Okay. Yeah, that's not quite kosher. You wouldn't get by with that today. Yeah. Yeah, but for your garage, you dig a little hole, you know, you let, how much. Well, you know, yeah, you, I mean, if it's, if it's your own house and it's, you know, and I can't tell anybody to do this, but I know what you mean. If it's just gray water and you're not putting anything down it that's harmful or anything, yeah, theoretically you could do that. Yeah. I mean, like I said, for washing your hands. Sure, you'd be fine. Yeah. Not like you're dumping stuff. No, no. You wouldn't want to, you know, you wouldn't want to clean your paintbrush and do things like that, but, no. you know, anything else you'd be fine. Well, before I bought my house where I lived, when I used to do oil changes, I just, you know, before they had places where you could get rid of your oil, I would just dig a hole in the backyard. You know what, Bill? Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. um, I think everybody at one point in time, long before we had the environmental regulations we have today, did the same thing. Yeah. And I will say this. I'm not going to say where I used to live because I don't want to give that away. But uh, I can tell you that when we were kids... And my dad's place, we had a little borrow pit across the way. Because your dad 
<laughs> we dig a little hole. We do exactly the same thing. But here's what's funny about that, Bill. And I'm not just going to share this because it's the truth. You can go buy that house today, go look in that borrow pit, and you know what? It's just got as much greenery and shrubbery and everything else growing up out of it as it ever would have had. You, you, and my point being, you would have never known we did that, which tells you, is it really all that harmful or not when it's all yeah. said and done? There's other things that are more. Uh, we, we used to bill, as you know this, waste oil. Back in the day, when you had a dealership or an auto shop or whatever, there were guys that would come around and pay you for your waste oil. Because it went in the truck that went down on the dirt roads. Yeah, and sprayed it. And they sprayed the dirt roads, which kept the dust and everything else down. So we did that for years and years and years. And now they can't do that. And now you can't do that. So was it really all that bad, And it kept the dust down. It did. And the quality of life was a little bit better because you could breathe. I mean, you wonder at times, are we really missing the boat on some of this stuff? We are. Long shot. Is it even better thing? You know, when they started stiffening, stiffening up with that stuff... Well, one time I changed the oil, and I, I didn't know what the heck to do with it. So I, I, I filled up a Tide bottle, a Tide soap bottle, and, and oil in a Tide soap bottle looks like Tide in it. And I brought it to the supermarket parking lot and left it in the basket. Oh, my word. Somebody probably took <laughs> You're it. You're terrible. Bill? 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 <laughs> You're funny. Yeah, was a long time ago. Though. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Good one, Bill. Good stories. Thank you. No, you know, Bill brings up a great point. And, and again, yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not trying to, to, um, you know, stir the pot or anything along those no. lines. But it's funny that back in the day, on dirt roads, you would have a guy come by. Literally, he'd pump out your waste oil tank. That same oil would go out around some of the county roads, and it would oil those roads down. They would almost become like asphalt over time because you'd put enough oil on them to where literally that's what they'd become. As time went by. And now what we do, this is what's ironic for everybody listening, so bear with me here. Keep in mind that oil, it would get down in that dirt road, and it would literally become almost like asphalt. I mean, yes. there wasn't any runoff. That oil wasn't going anywhere. If it rained, it, it, you know, the rain was coming off the— It was the, put on thin enough it doesn't do that. It wasn't, yeah. doing, it wasn't doing any harm any way, shape, or form. So now what we do on dirt roads, instead of doing that, we take mag chloride, which is basically liquid salt. And we pour that on the roads. Now, here's where I'm going with this. Well, then they t- what they do with that is they t- chair- turn it uh, six inches down yep. and mix it all in there and then pack it. And so here's what I'm going to tell you. Drive along any of our mountain roadways, even some of the dirt roads that are doing what I'm talking about, and then go look at some of the vegetation that's oh, yeah. along the side of the road and tell me why it's all dead. Yeah. The reason it's dead is because our plants in Colorado are not salt tolerant. Right. Trees, things like that. I mean, you look along even some of the roadways we've got, and you'll say, why are all these, are these trees, are they, are they, you know, do they have a disease? What, you know, what's going on with a lot of these evergreen trees and things like that along some of our highways? Especially within five to ten feet. Folks, I'm telling you, it's yeah. the salt that's killing those trees. It they is. don't have bugs. They don't have any other issues. Yeah. It's the salt. So my point being, are we really doing that much better for the environment by not putting some of the oil we used to put down on some of these dirt Dry, you know, these dirt, you know, roads and things along those lines. Are, are, are we doing ourselves a favor by not doing that? Instead, we're doing mag chloride, which I can tell you, guaranteed, the mag chloride is doing far more damage than the oil we used to put down did. Oh, it is. It is. But yet, because we can't do that any longer, we now have this other alternative, which is supposed to be, quote, unquote, better for the environment. If you have recycled asphalt and you sprinkle a little bit of oil on that. 
Well, man, that stuff becomes like hard as a rock. It does. Uh, it, and do it during the summer, and it'll pack out. Oh, yeah, out. It'll, 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 it'll become, become pavement. It'll become, well, what do you think asphalt's made out of, people? Yeah, that's pavement. Th- this, isn't that, this isn't rocket science. Tom, you're next. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, uh, good morning, gentlemen. I just had a story that uh, I worked for NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Yes. Up in Alaska, up in Alaska, when the Valdez ran aground. Okay. We were there. We were there directing uh, cleanup operations uh, from the, the sea. You're kidding That's, me. Uh, no, sir. Awesome. And so I was there during that time. Uh, they cleaned up the beaches with the uh, steam cleaning and such. Yes. I went back. I was back up there <laughs> ten years later. You could tell which beaches had been cleaned. Because they were dead. The beaches, the beaches that hadn't been cleaned, you couldn't tell. You're kidding pristine. me. No, sir. So oil, you know, we're being told that it is poisonous or a pollutant. It's a natural substance. That's right. And the earth. And well, the earth and, and Tom, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I'm again from all of I've all of what I've read and the things that I know. What you're saying on the beach is, again, correct me if I'm wrong, but it's because that natural product oil is biodegradable and the bacteria and things that are actually along there will eat all that oil up. Where where it was clean, you killed everything that would have otherwise been there to clean that up naturally. Am I right in saying that? That would be my assertion. Okay. Okay. And, uh, and, it's, and it's like uh, forest fires. We've allowed the forest yep. fires to get so hot yep. that it killed everything. The natural forest fires, if, if they would allow us to manage the forest rather than just let them get to the uh, extreme, we wouldn't to have the To the ignite stage, fire. you mean, Tom, where they just go up with a, you know, the, the, you know, just a small spark and boom, we're done? Yes, sir. Yeah. You, you, uh, you have a cabin that was in one of those, don't you? I, yes, I did. And, uh, yeah, you guys know the story, so, yeah, and haven't rebuilt it still yet, still waiting to see what to do there. Really kind of waiting to see what the whole area does, Tom, because it was so de- – anyway, that was not just a forest fire. That was like a hurricane, tornado, fire all in one combined, and it literally wiped out everything. I understand, and then it, it got so hot that it sterilized the ground. That's right. Had it burned, had it burned naturally, things would have come back. You're right. But is – so the question becomes, is it purposeful? Do they want people out of the mountains? We're going to have the open lands. Everybody will be... I can't argue that, Tom. I, 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 I mean, that's, you know, I know a lot of people think, oh, that's conspiratorial. Um, I do know this, Tom, and you guys all know from listening to me even during the week. The goal of most every government is to condense the people into one area because you cannot do population control when they're spread out all over areas, especially the mountains. So, frankly, Tom, I think you're right, yes. What would they been to burn them out? Yeah, what better way to get rid of the people than to burn yep. them out? Yep, you're, you're 100% correct. I, 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 cannot, I cannot disagree with you at all. Great call, by the way. Thank you for the info. Yes, sir. Tom, thanks. Uh, they're straight from the horse's mouth. So, yeah. really... What we're talking about, Dennis, we, we are not wrong in. And what I was talking about with, you know, some of the oil, that we, again, we, and, and by the way, when we were kids, there were no laws against that. Right. It was going down on dirt roads anyway, so to take the oil that you were changing out of your car, go to a borrow pit, dig a little hole, pour it in, it's what everybody did. And it happened all across this great United States of America, even in a lot of the cities that are around. And, uh, you know, case in point, 
there was a wrecking yard up in Boulder for years. And I can say this, and some of the folks that used to own that probably listened to me, and they were great people. Loved them. Up, went to that wrecking yard. Got lots of different things for lots of projects I did over the years. And it was in Boulder for years and years and years. And, Dennis, let's just say that back in the day, you'd go in there, and if you pulled an engine, everybody did this. You cut the radiator hoses. Yeah. You cut whatever was going to the transmission. You yanked everything out, and whatever the fluids were that came out, it just went on the ground, and nobody thought anything of it. Right. So when they went to City of Boulder, by the way, bought that whole place. They were going to turn it into open space. And they thought, boy, we're going to have to dig down about six or eight feet to get rid of all of the contamination that's been here all these years. Guess how much dirt they had to actually move out to, to, you know, to take care of things. Probably none. They skimmed it. Yeah. That's it. They skimmed it. Yeah. And, and they I think didn't they probably pro- need to do that. They probably didn't need to do it. They only yeah. did it just because of what was there before. and People would have complained yeah. had they not. But at the end of the day, it wasn't any big deal. Right goes back to what Tom just called and talked about a moment ago. Yeah. All those fluids and things that were coming out were natural products anyways, and it really didn't hurt anything when it was all said and done. Yeah, the cleaners we use do more damage. Correct. They kill the, bi- the little microorganisms right. that do all the damage. That's why actually tilling is not good for gardens either. Did you know that? Good point. Yeah, because what you do is you kill those microorganisms that are breaking everything down and right. killing everything right. or eating everything, and it's a natural thing. Right. Uh, Pam refuses. I have a rotor tiller I haven't used for like 10 years. I need to sell it. Because she just won't it's brand use new. it. No, she says, you're not tilling the ground. Okay. You don't want to do that. And she gently shovels and breaks the dirt up, just turns it over a little okay. bit. Very little. Okay. And I tell you what, the garden does a lot better now than it's ever done. Right. And that's what they're saying now. Yep. Is you don't want to till the ground. All right, folks, that's it. Another show is a wrap. We're going to be back for Drive Radio in a few minutes. If you're listening to a replay show Tuesday, especially, Rush to Reason comes up next. So, uh, folks, enjoy the rest of your weekend. Stay with us, though, for Drive Radio. Any car questions, we're going to be right back in a few minutes. This is myself, John Rush, Dennis Brewster, Charlie Grimes, our engineer, and, of course, Larry Younger answering phones today. been a great show. Thank you so much. We'll be right back, though. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. and opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.